Welcome to a special five-part podcast series entitled Mastering Chat GPT. My special guest throughout this five-part journey is Larry Roberts, an accomplished IT and marketing professional with over 25 years of experience. Over this series, we will look at AI and Chat GPT, the ethics of Chat GPT, how Chat GPT will change education and compliance training, the intersection of creativity and Chat GPT, and the business applications of Chat GPT. I know you'll enjoy this series, and I hope you'll join myself and Larry Roberts for the entire five part exploration of the use of this cutting edge technology for your business. Welcome to Mastering Chat GPT. Part five, business applications of Chat GPT. Hello everyone, Tom Fox back again with Larry Roberts for our concluding episode in this five-part series today, The Power of Chat GPT in Business. Larry, first of all, welcome back. Thanks so much, man. I've had such a good time talking about Chat GPT. Uh, Larry, in my world, we talk about corporate stakeholders. We used to talk about shareholders, but now we talk about stakeholders. That, of course, includes shareholders. It includes employees. It includes customers. It includes third parties that might do business with a corporation. And it includes localities where people do business. But in my corporate world of compliance, the customers are my own employees. They're the corporation's own employees because I have to deliver a message that they will listen to. So I was wanted to maybe start with getting your thoughts on how you can use chat GPT in customer service, whether that is a commercial customer or a business product or a internal employee who's a customer of legal or compliance. Yeah, that's a very broad statement there, but we can leverage chat GPT in a variety of ways that allow us to interact with those customers on an ongoing basis. Typically, I didn't in my corporate position, but typically we work eight to five or nine to five. Unless you're salaried, then you work 80 hours a week and you're always on call. But that's neither here nor there. But this gives us an opportunity. This is a tool that would give us an opportunity to interact with those customers, regardless of whether they're internal or external customers at any time of the day. We think of ChatGPT a lot of times as only the chatbot interface that we're leveraging as end users right now. But ChatGPT brings so much more to the forefront with their API or their application programming interface that is the back end of ChatGPT. That gives us opportunities to build applications, custom applications that fit our own unique corporate environments that allow us to interact with people on an ongoing basis. So if your customers, regardless of who they are, have questions or concerns, you can leverage ChatGPT to provide those specifically fine-tuned answers for those particular types of queries. So how about the one phrase we have not used, and I've not used it intentionally during this podcast series, is machine learning. But I wanted to maybe ask about machine learning in the context of chat GPT because of the learnings chat GPT has with every interaction. Could you talk about that a little bit? Basically what it is, it's the interaction between humanity, human inter interfaces, and the programmatic or the algorithmic interfaces on the other end. 
using those algorithms and using the input that we receive from our end users, whether they're individuals inquiring about questions from our corporate perspective or whether they're creatives that are writing books or blog posts or whatever it may be, ChatGPT leverages that input and leverages the algorithms within their large language model to get a better understanding of emotion, tonality, various forms of different types of input and leverages the machine learning to train itself to understand what to expect next. So if we ask ChatGPT 100 questions. Throughout that time frame of those 100 questions, it's getting an understanding of, okay, they asked this question, they asked this question, this came after that. So logically, this should be a response to that particular query. And it analyzes all of this input and learns through machine learning how to predict what the most natural response would be. Now, sometimes it doesn't get that right. ChatGPT, we hear it all the time, how it hallucinates and it, it can come up with responses that don't particularly re relate back to the query. And that's a direct reflection of the learning process. ChatGPT is making these predictive assumptions as to what the response should be, but maybe it's just not quite there yet on that particular query. So leveraging the machine learning side of things and the predictive analytics that are in place, it slowly evolves and learns how to respond accordingly. I'd like to now turn to the content generation in the corporate world. And one of the phrases, one of my favorite phrases is you're only limited by your imagination. What I want to do is roll through a list of potential uses of chat GPT internally and ask you to just maybe say a few words. And then if my imagination is too limited, tell me and explain how some others. So let me start off with marketing and advertising. How do you see ChatGPT assisting or supplementing that area? I use it all the time for advertising for my own company, asking ChatGPT to come up with slogans, come up with ad copy, come up with captions for social media posts and videos. Using it in that regard can be extremely effective. I was speaking at, a, at an event a couple of weeks back and the promoter was giving me an ad or they were going to do a copy read for me during the presentation. And I didn't have time to write an ad or write copy. I went to ChatGPT. I gave it a two sentence prompt. It gave me a four paragraph piece of copy back that sounded amazing. I tweaked it a little bit, passed it right back to the promoter. I was done in five minutes. So that gives us those opportunities to maybe spark that creativity that we either A, don't have time for in our corporate environment or B, Maybe we just have that writer's block going on that day. How about with email? You've mentioned that in an earlier podcast, but how do you see email in the business context through ChatGPT? You can use ChatGPT to summarize emails. I don't know about you, Tom, but back in my corporate days, I would sometimes get these novels in emails. And I'm like, man, I do not have time to read this and try to figure out exactly what they are trying to say. So you can take that, you can copy it, you can paste it into ChatGPT, say, give me the high points, and it would summarize the email for you, giving it back in bullet points and even subtext and let you know exactly what that email was about. On the flip side, you can also write a small program or a small application application leveraging ChatGPT to write your emails for you. So you could write it, you could create a format for your emails and ChatGPT would write your emails for you in the format that you outline the whole nine yards. So from an email perspective, there's all kinds of different takes we could use in leveraging ChatGPT to be streamlining that communication process. 
How does ChatGPT assist in SEO content creation or SEO, just basic SEO? Now, with the inclusion of Bing as our web, or, man, I just lost complete track of what I was saying there. Now, with the inclusion of Bing as our, what is that called? It's a search engine. There we go. Man, sorry. Now, with the inclusion of Bing as a search engine that is native to ChatGPT, we have access to real-time SEO keywords and phrases revolving around our business. So previously, before they gave us access to direct access to the internet, we had to go on some dated keywords and phrases. So ChatGPT wasn't necessarily the most effective at giving us up-to-date information for what people are searching for. But now with ChatGPT4 and again, the latest release, we have access to real websites that give us information on whatever our business may be, whatever our market may be. We can do research right within ChatGPT to find out what the most searched for keywords and phrases are that we could then leverage in our marketing campaigns. How about customer support? And here I'd actually ask you to think about internal customer support, whether you, whatever department you may be in, if employees call and want to know an answer or need some information, how can ChatGPT assist internally in a corporation? It can answer those questions for you. So you need some other applications to act as an interface a bit as well. But leveraging the ChatGPT API that I've referenced a couple of times in our conversation, you can take those conversations in a chatbot type format and have ChatGPT provide the answers for those particular queries. Leveraging that API is something that you would need to do in order to create something that would be very functional in a corporate environment. So right now, if we use ChatGPT in the way that we think about it by just logging onto ChatGPT and having a conversation, that would be very difficult to have a very functional application right out of the gate. But using the ChatGPT backend or that API would allow us to create custom applications for custom scenarios, whether they're internal customers or external customers. We could create an application that is specifically revolving around whatever subject matter it is that we're wanting to provide that customer service for. Let me turn to data analytics. As I've said several times, I'm a lawyer and my mathematical ability is about limited to adding two plus two with a calculator. So that means I need a lot of help with data analytics, but data is driving almost all business decisions now. So sure. maybe we could end by exploring how ChatGPT can help with how you see it with data analytics and decision-making in the corporate context. A lot of it revolves around how ChatGPT can analyze content. And this goes back to one of our previous episodes where I was talking about uploading blogs to write a book over those blogs. We would be doing something similar with our data. We would need to upload or load that data into ChatGPT and then have ChatGPT analyze it from a particular perspective that we ask it to do it. Again, this goes back to potentially using the API as well. If we really want to have a robust application for data analytics, we would need to leverage the ChatGPT backend. And there are a ton of integrations that are available to us to leverage that API with Excel or other applications that would really give us insight into our data at another level. Now, ChatGPT, once again, right out of the box as us, using it as a chatbot per se, not the most effective from an analytics perspective, but we can still take that back end and leverage it to analyze just about any kind of data that we're looking for. 
How about predictive? Predictive by itself, it definitely is something that we could leverage. ChatGPT4 does a much, much better job at it, and I think we're going to see an evolution in that process. It's helpful from a predictive perspective because it essentially uses predictive analytics in its thought process. And that's one of the biggest challenges that we have from a corporate perspective is trying to predict or analyze the future. That was some of the things that we were doing when I left my corporate career using certain BI tools. But ChatGPT by itself is a great addition, but as a sole solution, it's just not quite there yet. What about risk assessment and risk management? Have you seen ChatGPT being used in any area of risk and even wide variety, safety, financial, corruption, money laundering, any areas you've seen ChatGPT used in that arena? I don't have any personal experience in that arena with ChatGPT, but I have read many case studies where they've leveraged once again. And I keep going back to it in this particular episode because we're going well beyond just what ChatGPT front end gives us as users. All of these applications more so reference GPT-3, which is the model that ChatGPT-4 that we use today was based on. And to access that model, we have to use the API. So I don't want to set any expectations in this series to think that we could go into ChatGPT, just going to chat.openai.com and using ChatGPT to perform any of these functions because we can't do that. So while the ChatGPT API provides a tremendous opportunity for us to develop these custom applications that would give us insights into predictive analytics and risk assessment and risk management. Out of the box, as we use it each and every day, that's not the application that we're looking at. Larry, we've got a few minutes left, so I wanted to maybe conclude by asking you maybe two or the two or three top developments in the foreseeable future around chat GPT or things you're most excited about? The things that I'm most excited about are the application perspectives. OpenAI is getting ready to release a, tu a tutor of their own. So you can literally leverage this tutor. It's going to be free to everybody. You can go out and literally learn about any topic on any subject matter that you want and get college level education for free. So the democratizing education is one of the most amazing things that I've seen come out of this AI revolution and Chad GPT. As we continue to see it evolve, what are some of the things that we can look forward to it doing? Well, just being able to leverage the multimodal aspect of Chad GPT 4. As a user right now, we still can't upload images supposedly that functionality exists. They sell it to us with, it, with that functionality existing, but I've yet to see it myself. So looking forward to being able to leverage that as well. Combining these multimodal approaches in content creation, it's going to open up so many opportunities. One of the things that I'm seeing that I think is super cool, and this is, I'm going to date myself again right now, but we've seen toys back in the 80s like Teddy Ruxpin, where it was our pal that was with us all the time and we could talk to Teddy and he would talk back to us. But all of those were pre-programmed responses. There are companies now that are developing these buddy type dolls leveraging ChatGPT. So you're having real life communication, real life conversations with these toys and these dolls. And imagine having an assistant of your own 
literally, and I know Elon Musk is working on one of these right now where he's using tools like ChatGPT to be able to have conversations and interact. It's going to take our productivity and our efficiency to an entirely different level. And those are the things that really excite me. Well, Larry, I wanted to thank you again for this series. It's been great fun. I've learned a ton. I know our listeners will as well. And once again, if our listeners wanted more information about yourself or to schedule an appointment to visit with you about perhaps their projects, what would be the best way for them to do? Best place to find me is on my website, redhatmedia.io. Or if you want to go over to meetlarryroberts.com, you can jump on my calendar, pick a date, pick a time that works best for you. And let's talk about your AI projects. Larry, thanks again. Thanks, Tom. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this five-part series on Mastering Chat GPT. If you'd like more information on Larry Roberts or his company, Red Hat Media, we've linked to his information in the show notes. I hope you'll reach out to him. Larry's a great font of information about Chat GPT, and he loves to talk to people about this. If you're in the compliance arena and have more questions that are compliance-focused, I hope you'll reach out to myself as well. I'm available at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. Mastering Chat GPT has been a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you will subscribe, rate, and review wherever great podcasts are listened to. I hope you'll join us again for another special series from the Compliance Podcast Network.